I'm la- just laughing at the idea of describing myself as a comedian. I think that's the sequel to Grapes of Wrath, isn't it? <laughs> Cobwebs <What>? of comedy. <laughs> It's the it's the noun of adjective. I mean, you could put Harry Potter under it in front of that if you it's, want. It's the Harry noun. Potter and the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. and the Cobwebs of Comedy. Indiana yeah. Jones and the Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. Um, Ready Player One and the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> Imagine what? if his name was Ready Player One. <laughs> So from Jeff Beard, we've been given Jaws. Jaws. Hang yeah. on, so you're just gonna you're just gonna read out names of films now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So who here has seen Jaws? Uh, I have. Um, I've seen most of it. <laughs> I've, in, I've in sections. So I think I have seen it, yeah. but not all in one sitting. I've, I've, I've pretty much seen it in those reels of best movies of the X. Mm. Um, yes. And. Uh, but in my opinion, this should be a Bond spin-off. <laughs> I had the exact same. The character Jaws, a big muscly man who has metal teeth, <laughs> gets his own. Yeah, he gets his own movie. I mean, he was one of the more prominent um, mm. Bond henchmen. Yeah, so uh, much so that I think they brought him back in Moonraker. In uh, no, in um, Spectre. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he uh, smashes someone's teeth out or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's Dave Batista, and I'm pretty certain he gets his jaw ripped off oh, by yeah. a barrel out of a moving train, and you never see him again. You don't know if he's dead, so maybe he'll come back. He's coming back. Yeah, yeah maybe he's sure. coming back Definitely. with, like, metal teeth. Dave Batista is going to be in Shatterhand. Yeah. And Shatterhand... Oh, my God! Shatterhand is about prosthetics. <laughs> It's about, it's about, yes. it's going to be about a man who replaces parts of people's bodies, but he may, wants to make them into living weapons. It's going to, we're going to be back to the sci-fi bond that I have needed for, for, <laughs> for 20, the last 20 years. That's my prediction and but yeah. <laughs> I've shut a hand now. That, that would be so 2019. <laughs> I can I can totally see that. <laughs> I want this so badly. <laughs> Dave Batista has the metal the metal jaws, yeah. um, and uh, I think he bites down on Bond's hand at one point, shattering his hand. What shatter hand? <laughs> oh right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought that shatter hand would be like a man, like a a, a, a guy who, you know, had. Giving himself, like Jonathan Price, giving himself typically type abilities with his hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think James Bond will have his hand shattered yeah. uh, by Jaws biting down at one point in the movie, and that'll be why it's called Shatterhand. Wow! <laughs> put your hand over to your, to your shoulder and sort of shake it up. Oh, shit. Ow! Ow! You've really shattered my hand, and then he looks at the camera. <laughs> and then after the credits, after he's, get it. After, he's, after he's beaten the bad guy, right? Uh, he's in. We we kind of, you know, have that post uh, moment where Bond is is with a bikini girl, um, uh, drinking uh, a cause light, um, <laughs> shaken, not stirred. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she, she'll be like, "Oh, you've got a hurt hand." Does that mean I have to do everything for you? And he's like, yes. 
called The Good Credits. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a film about Dave Bautista's Jaws. Yeah. But <laughs> with Daniel Craig in it as a sort of cameo appearance where he bites his hand. Oh no, that was my pitch for Shatterhand. Oh right. Um, cool. So is it is this the this is the origin? Yeah, the yeah, origins is... of of Jaws. I, th- I think we jaw. begin on on that train where he gets his jaw ripped off. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's walking around with a jaw loose. Um, like I, I think, I think we, we we open on in a, in a hospital, right? Mm. In a kind of science fiction looking hospital where uh, you hear like a beep, and then like uh, you, a flash of um, that scene from um, from Spectre, mm. and then uh, you know like there's a heartbeat and stuff, and then you cut away to like. Oh, some opening eyes and then they're like you can nearly see what's there and then they close again and another scene from that where he gets mm. his jaw ripped off and then he opens his eyes again and he's like where, oh, where am I where am I find Bond Bond and then and then like the um, uh, doctor's like hush now uh, the doctor is is, is Mads Mikkelsen he's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor is Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> from Casino Royale. Well, yeah, you didn't die. <laughs> he's, he's like crying blood. He's like, ah. Did you know? What? There was Jaws is part of the uh, Mandela effect conspiracy theory. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, are you aware of the Mandela Hello? effect? <clears throat> so, all right. There's a conspiracy. Here's, theory. here's the question: to find out which which universe you're from. Mm. Um, is Nelson Mandela still alive? <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, you would identify which universe you're from. You answered yes, he is still alive. But like, where did he die? Yeah, yeah. The Mand- I love how the Mandela effect, the people who believe the Mandela effect are all in agreement that Nelson Mandela died at some point. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, thought that mo- I thought that most people thought he was still alive, just in hiding. <laughs> no, um, quite a lot of people remember see very vividly Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 80s right and then but like obviously we all know that he died a few years ago yeah a very leading question being released yeah (laughs) yeah and and like there are people who believe like there's a load of different uh, different things like I think um, one of them is the Berenstein Bears or Berenstein Bears which it, we which, had no like, yeah yeah it's all, all American uh, the, the big one is do you remember um, salt and vinegar crisps ever being blue Walker's salt and vinegar crisps ever being blue no no <laughs> you think they've always been green I think they've always been green I, I would I would believe you if if you said that they used to be, but I don't remember a time in my life. See, I have vivid memories of being angry that they'd switched them for salt and vinegar and cheese and onion mm. um, in, in colour. <laughs> I was going to be like, why would cheese and onion be green? But then, <laughs> why would cheese and onion be blue? <laughs> <laughs> these things match what they actually are. Onions can be green. You can have green onions. Yeah. Salt... Comes from the sea. <laughs> You're really, really <laughs> scraping barrel. Well, salt and vinegar you put on fish and chips, which is something you have, have, have yeah. at the seaside. Um, blue, yeah. It'd be more blue than green. G- onions are green. Mm. You would think that maybe they'd, they'd. Uh, but on Walker's site, it says, "No, 
We never done it. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Packet color changing yeah. deniers. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, right, and you know in Moonraker, right? Jaws, bringing it back to Jaws. Yeah, because we can be talking about the Mandela effect for hours. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Jaws, right, has a girlfriend, doesn't he? I have never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Oh, damn it. Right, because I thought you had seen Moonraker, so this would make a lot more sense. Right, because in Moonraker, Jaws has a girlfriend, which is like this small little girl who has like pigtails and stuff. And. A woman, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you <laughs> described a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, she's got pigtails. And. An adult woman, though. There's a point where Jaws smiles at this woman. And then she smiles back. Okay. And I remember as well, this is the thing, because I remember that woman having braces, and that's part of the joke, because he's got these metal teeth, and she's also got braces, and that's why they've found a connection. <laughs> yeah, there. Right. But she, like, people watching it recently were like, she doesn't have any fucking, fucking braces on. But, right, there's been an advert. Yeah. I can't remember what for now, but there's been an advert where they've taken that comedy beat, like, the same, like, very, very explicit reference to Moonraker, the scene from Moonraker with Jaws. Yeah. The woman has braces. So it's... What? <laughs> what happened? Anyway, I, I think that might be... Might have to work that in somewhere. That's the conspiracy. That's the conspiracy theory, yeah. Okay, so in Jaws, right, we have um, Dave Batista. He's had his he's had his jaw ripped off by Dave, by David Bond. Yeah. <laughs> by David Bond, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we're going to make this a separate property. <laughs> we don't have the rights. We're gonna, the Broccoli family are going to be on our asses for this. Broccoli. Broccoli family, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah <laughs> David Bond's ripped off his jaw and he's angry and there is I was going to say Mads Mikkelsen are we going to stick with Mads Mikkelsen as the, <laughs> as, 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 the, as the doctor Mads Mikkelsen is like he's regenerated as Mads Mikkelsen don't yeah. worry I don't remember how Mads Mikkelsen speaks so don't, don't worry. worry don't worry I have fixed your jaw <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad actually <laughs> I fixed your jaw, and it now, it's full and big chomping. You can do big chomping with it now. I love how it's so close to Bjork. (laughs) That's just my breathy European. (laughs) You just say that whenever I do a breathy European accent. (laughs) I fixed your jaw, and now you can do a big chomping. (laughs) I'm Matt Mickelson. I've got a bit sad sometimes, and I cry a bit of blood. And I think I think he's he, he's after. Well, he, he goes after a few assassins, and then turns out there's a problem with his dad or whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap it up. <laughs> but that's not the way to wrap it up, Tom. <laughs> Saying he goes after a few assassins, and then there's a problem with his dad. <laughs> Yeah. What like? <laughs> you gotta make it like a personal he's got thing. Pancreatic cancer? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. His dad's one of the assassins or whatever. <laughs> right. I, that's oh, what you well, would be. Awkward. I thought you were like yeah. a problem is that he's got Alzheimer's. That's good. Oh, Film about his dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's got his relationship some, with his dad. Got some personal stakes in there for Jaws. <laughs> that's what you do for a spin-off in it. Yeah. 
<coughs> yeah, make him more of a more of a well-rounded character after <laughs> yeah. he's murdered all those assassins. Yeah, yeah, that this man who never says anything, Inspector, and kills a bunch of people, going to make him a well-rounded character in the spin-off. <laughs> the British give government him, give him a dad. The British government <laughs> shut down his dad's lab when they, he was he was trying to make GM like perfect food that would solve hunger, right? <laughs> but the British government um, sent. A, a, an agent over to shut it down and they ended up poisoning the food so his dad can't swallow on his own now his, anymore his, his he can't chew a... on his own uh, his dad you see yeah. and that's a, like a parallel with Jaws because oh, no. now he's got a powerful <laughs> jaw and that's important yeah his, his... <laughs> like, I can do the champing for both of us <laughs> his dad played by Sean Connery yeah <laughs> we, we... on a, on a, like an IV machine because he yeah. can't eat well, we see this very tender scene of Dave Batista chewing up some potatoes then just like <laughs> spitting it out shing 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 yeah like a bird into, into Sean Connery's mouth <laughs> it's like a really tender scene he like leans in towards his dad and says don't worry dad I can do the I can do the chomping for both of us <laughs> takes a potato <laughs> shing shing <laughs> just and like, then just <laughs> regurgitates it into his dad's mouth with his dad's like thank you Sean <laughs> just this just, just this horrendous grinding noise as he chomps down on the potato and then just tenderly regurgitates it into Sean Dunry's mouth oh I love it oh right. wow I don't know how this is gonna. I've I've pl- picked pan out. film titles have been given that I'm not sure if we've all actually seen the movie. Okay. Another one I've. Picked. That would definitely be be easier if you don't know. Yeah. What, don't it's know what it's about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a vague idea of the main one, what it's about, but <laughs> the title suggests otherwise. It would be good fun to have the people who haven't seen it pitch and, and pitch what they just think it is, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then see whether <laughs> see how close it is based yeah. on like the plot summary. It's like those videos of like people describing what Star Wars is based on what they've heard, or or me describing the plot of Whiplash. <laughs> Oh damn it! I wish we'd been given it. Oh, see, flash. that would yeah. that would work. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> there's, 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 there's no way you'd think. Like, oh, so yeah, it's about drumming. Obviously, it's about obviously. drumming. <laughs> at one point, at one point, he says, "Are you fast boy or are you slow boy?" Uh, <laughs> and then he says, "Yes." Um, and then he gets his head um, whiplashed off by a symbol. <laughs> I was like, you, you've almost got an actual scene there just by guessing. There's a, there's a car crash involving a boy and J.K. Simmons, and like, they they get neck injuries and have to claim compensation. You're almost there. That's the worst thing about it. Like the car crash, no one would have seen coming. Apart from it's called, apart from it's named after an injury, pretty much only received when when in a car that stops. I know. I know. I'll be honest. I didn't make that connection until we just started talking about it right now, and I haven't seen it. I was like, oh yeah, there is a car crash. Oh yeah, it's called. 
That's why. I that's thought why, it was just because he's like. That's why like, I was. Uh, drumming. That makes sense, actually. Um, yeah, no, that's why I wasn't surprised when everyone else was surprised when I guessed that there was a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> there's only one place you get whiplash, really, and well, two places, and I don't think there's roller coasters in this film. <laughs> What, what other, specifically, Rita. What other films have you seen that people have described? Like, you kind of got an idea of what it might be? Um, let's think. Well, uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? The Gooseberry one. Um, I don't know what I call it. Gooseberry. The, the one that was on Netflix recently, uh, Bird Box. Bird box. Gooseberry, bird box, similar. (laughs) Similar. They're both bird noun, aren't they? Um, uh, Yeah, I reckon there's a a space thing that makes you look at things and you've got to make sure you close your eyes and drive... Really fast. From, from what I can, from what I can see of Bird Box, is that I think there's aliens who go after people who are seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's... Sandra Bullock has to get across a lake. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not seeing it. it but that's, yeah. That's what I am aware of. It yeah. as well. Close your eyes and put your foot down. That's the that's, that's the tagline for Bird Box. <laughs> It's also the tagline for the next Fast and Furious. <laughs> Close your eyes and put your foot down. It's also got one of those fuck you endings, apparently. Mm. Everyone I hear but, talk about it, they're, oh, like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. but the ending. So yeah. I think it's got one of those really irritating. <laughs> right, what I think it is, ones. is because the lake's really misty, <laughs> Sandra Bullock takes off the blindfold, the mist clears and it's the middle of the ocean. That's that's <laughs> what the fuck shit. you went. <laughs> she takes her blind she takes her blindfold off, mist clears, and then <laughs> and then it's just it's just that plane there's a there's a there's a, there's oh, a um, that ending. There's a, yeah there's a there's a there's a, uh, there's a concert out in the middle of the lake. <laughs> I think right and there's the reason it was was there were signs the reason you weren't allowed to look was there were loads of signs that if you saw them it said don't tell anyone else but there's a concert in the middle of the lake it's just a nice surprise if you you say anything if you say anything you get banned from the concert so just keep it shtum in a big sign Uh, keep it shtum alright question mark Oh. It's going to be a great surprise for Sandra Bullock when she gets to the centre of that lake. That is also the tagline yeah. of the movie. That would definitely that would be if that would be if Shyamalan. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Shyamalan's not doing twists the other way around? <laughs> so, it was like, so it was it was a nice twist. Good all along. <laughs> it was fine all along. <laughs> 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 I see dead people, Bruce Willis, but it's not you. <laughs> I see dead people. The mystery, of course, is that 
is that yes, he does see dead people and helps them and helps people connect <laughs> to their lost one, loved ones. Oh my god, Kate, have you got any films that uh, like <clears throat> you? Not, not you should have seen, but like you know, sort of vaguely what the plot might be. <laughs> Well, weirdly, the first one I thought of was that was that one that's called like the the National Cheese and Wine Pie Society. Or <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Breakfast like, Club. Breakfast <laughs> Club. <laughs> <laughs> Both great titles. Uh... Do you know the one I mean? Yeah. I've, I've... Is it? But then I was like, wait, that's actually like the most descriptive title. <laughs> if it's not about that, <laughs> I really don't know what it's about. Is it the Guernsey? So, oh, yeah, it's literary and pie making class. <laughs> I think Lily James is in it, I think. What do you think it's about? <laughs> Like war, probably. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if I've got any films where I'm just like, I'm not, I think The Shining was like that for me for a while until I saw it. Uh, an addendum to oh, the. Oh, yeah, to that's the, pretty vague. An yeah. addendum to the end of the uh, of, of Sixth Sense, by the way. Mm. Um, he sees dead people, but the twist is he doesn't. It's just they were alive <laughs> people. <laughs> he sees alive people that <laughs> just other people hadn't noticed. <laughs> Or he's just a dickish child. Just... He was lying. <laughs> he was only like seven. So. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment was lying all along. It's like kids lie about stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> if, if you watch back, Bruce Willis doesn't interact with anyone else and neither does everyone else in that movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think of oh, I've got a film where it's just like, I kind of vaguely know the plot. Can you imagine if, in this sense, Haley Joel Osment was the only person anyone interacted with? <laughs> it might be. That's, that's the case. Yeah. Because everyone... No, surely not everyone's dead. Well, but his mum isn't dead. Haley Joel Osment's mum isn't dead. Yeah. Um... Oh no! There, there are there are scenes where his mum is speaking to other parents, mm. like in that in that like opening party. party yeah. yeah, that would be weird if no yeah. one's talking to each other. <laughs> Everyone was directing conversation. <laughs> this one kid inside the middle of the room. <laughs> Everyone's standing silently <laughs> off to one side while he goes upstairs and two bu- two bullies go upstairs. Everyone watches. <laughs> in silence <laughs> and these two bullies go hi what are you gonna do i'm gonna put you gotta go inside the cupboard with the ghosts uh, and, then, and then they close the door and they come back down and everyone just sort of continues watching the door of the cupboard like the other guys don't exist <laughs> i think um oh, i had one i need to watch the sixth sense again it's a good movie <laughs> it's good movie. it's not gonna be the same though is it no uh, another, I was going through right our Blu-ray collection earlier. Your Blu-ray, Blu-ray collection, Blu-ray collection, Blu-ray collection, um, and there's still a film in there that I haven't seen. There's um, there's quite a few films in there that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, um, Wolverine one, the uh, the not Wolverine X Men Origins. Oh no, somewhere he goes to Japan. Uh, still, I've got that on Blu-ray. Still not seen it. Um, got it, got it through my Xbox. Would. And there's another one called Another Earth, 
which is still in its shrink wrap. I don't even think. <laughs> oh my any god, of that. that's a great name for a film. Another Earth that's still in its shrink wrap. <laughs> Brand new one. <laughs> there's, there's no backup planet. Well, this so good. Can you imagine? That would be brilliant. Can you imagine if we got to the cl- point of climate like uh, crisis? Right, <laughs> Earth becomes uninhabitable, and then we get a brand new one, <laughs> and we're just like. Well, we could keep expanding, though, just for a few more years. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait until uh, I quite like the the idea of all the world leaders coming together to peel off the shrink wrap. <laughs> like, get your nail under it. Go on. The combined armies. Yeah. <laughs> just confiscate all nail clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Like another Earth, I think that it's just another Earth appears, and there's two Brit Marlings, and they're both miserable. That's that's, <laughs> that's the kind of vague vibe I get from it. I'm not sure what they're it's about. Both miserable. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's seen another Earth, uh, get in touch to see how close I got. <laughs> I've, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's a weird sort of indie sci-fi. Imagine movie, why it's still on the shrink wrap. Yeah. I haven't seen The Godfather, um, and so I think that, um, like, the, he's a he's a mob man, right? Mm. Clearly, um, and he's got a, a, a swelling in his jaw, um, and uh, <laughs> that makes him speak funny. Um, and uh, what happens is that uh, the doctor comes to tell him that. We've found a cure for your jaw swelling, um, and but the problem is it's going to render you completely unable to speak for the next few days. And he's like, "You fucks, right? I've been calling you every day for the past three weeks, trying to get an appointment, and now you come to me saying, oh, you we can we can inject your jaw now, right?'" Is my daughter's wedding. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You absolutely... I've got to do a speech. <laughs> do you not understand that, yeah. how this works? <laughs> and then he, I guess he kills the doctor or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the whole film. Yeah. That's yeah. the entirety of The Godfather. I like that. I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it either. But <laughs> that, that is about the same amount of knowledge <laughs> that I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like. There are films, films from that era and around that sort of like genre that I conflated forever. Like the Are You Talking to Me from Taxi Driver. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I just assumed that was from a Godfather or whatever. Yeah. Right. Because it's just a a man. <laughs> you assumed it was from a Godfather. Yeah, from a Godfather or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I just assumed it was a man. Being all angry man, angry, yeah. and that sounds like a mobsy type thing. So that's that's what that's from. Turns out it is about an angry man, just an angry man with 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 no friends or redeeming qualities. Um, yeah, in taxi driver, an, an angry man with no mob and a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. What has he even got beat? I don't. I can't even remember why he's. Why is he angry? I don't. He I, just starts and he's just got. He's just got beat. He's, <laughs> he's come home from Vietnam. Uh, is it? Yeah, 
I, uh, I've, I've, I've seen that film yeah. so many times and I didn't pick yeah, that up. Yeah, maybe that is how it starts. He's an ex-soldier, for sure. Mm. He's got PTSD stuff, I think, yeah. I'm sure. Because he can't adjust to civilian life. Fair. Okay, that um, is an acceptable reason to have <laughs> <laughs> not. I take, take back what I said. It is not an acceptable reason to shoot up a brothel, though. <laughs> I guess spoilers for Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> I've the seen 19- it in the 50 years since it came out. The, <laughs> the thing is, there are people probably listening to this who have never seen Taxi Driver for who sure. are now pulling the, <laughs> pulling the thread of like, what is Taxi Driver about? <laughs> Shoots up <laughs> yeah. a brothel at one point! <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the sh- I had the same thing with The Shining, because that film is bad as fuck. Like... I, I, I was expecting it to be like a classic, like, this is really, really well well done, well paced. Mm. It is not. <laughs> no? It, no. Have you seen The Shining? No. No. Right. You know, you know how the bits... You, have you seen The Shining, Katie? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a massive problem with The Shining being that it starts off, the first bit of the film is like, all right, so they're looking after this hotel mm-hmm. during the winter. He's been told that people go mad. <laughs> And that's fine. But, and, that's, and that's fine. Like, something happened that's really bad. See, okay, can I, can I just can I just butt in just quickly yeah, yeah. and say what I think happens in The Shining? Yeah, yeah. Because I own, the only reference I have is from the Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, which, which leads me to believe... That, and obviously, the, 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 here's Johnny bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which leads me to be, believe that, basically, it's like... He's Jack Nicholson. He's... He's not getting any Wi-Fi signal, and it makes him go real mad about it. That's that's kind of what happens. I mean, that that Simpsons parody is bang on. That is <laughs> really, really like close. The, the thing is, thing. that Simpsons parody, because it's about ten minutes long, is better than the film. Yeah, <laughs> you honestly don't need yeah. to watch it, it's, and it's actually yeah, it's better because it's funny. It's, it's more well paced <laughs> than the, the fucking movie it's parodying. <laughs> with with The Shining, you'd think like you know with with something going someone going mad getting cabin fever, right? If you wanted to portray someone slowly going mad, yeah, what would you do? Um, I think I'd have them like make, doing twitchy things, like yeah, uh, sort of you know, over time. Over time, it up. yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd, I'd slowly notice scratching on the table or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know, when they sat down or like tw- you know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, right. They, they get to the hotel, everything's sorted. Bam! Three months later, he is insane. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a monster. Yes, literally that's it. Like the next time you see him, he's sat sort of smiling on his bed, like gone absolutely mad. Oh dear. It's I mean, so listen, that's weird. actually quite. That's that's the pace of a lot of Lovecraft novels. Yeah. Um, where Makes like sense. you just like you you are being told an account mm. from three months ago yeah. and then they're like and I'm writing now from a fucking cupboard um, <laughs> that's fair but yeah no, and it's yeah it's like when I when I actually watched it I was like this is not good at all this is there's no tension here it's just Jack Nicholson running around abusing a woman that has already been abused by the fucking director from what I've heard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sounds... the, the tension comes from you thinking that it's 
going to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> because you've heard that it is a, it is a horror film and, and you're like, something bad is going to happen, but it's not because of the music or like the way mm. it's shot or anything. It's just because you think that's what it's giving you the expectation because everybody says it's the scariest film ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you, seen, you guys seen The Exorcist? No, no, I haven't. No. So none of us in this room have seen The Exorcist. I oh. think, I th- from, from what I gather, The yeah. Exorcist is... You ever see the film Constantine starring Keanu Reeves? <laughs> wait, wait, is that the one about a wizard man? He's, he's like, he's like an, he is an exorcist. Yeah. And he goes to like hell, but hell's like Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sure, I'm sure that's based on a, on a DC character. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And um, basically, at the beginning, he does this exorcism in this person's apartment. And, uh, and Charlotte Buff's in that movie. And Charlotte Buffs is cab driver slash assistant. And uh Shia Buff and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> we need to watch this movie. We do it's need fucking, to watch this it's movie. fucking trash, but it's so fun. It sounds like fun to me. It's like yeah, I I remember watching it and it's been it's one of those films that's like you know when you watch go back and look at something and you're like, why did I enjoy this movie? <laughs> this movie had that and I watched it a year after I first watched it. <laughs> it wasn't even like, oh shit. But like, it's like the Chronicles of Riddick I also watched like yeah. about two years after I first saw that. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> this film doesn't make any sense. This is... Uh, same with the uh, most Vin Diesel movies. I just, I just love, I love Chronicles of Riddick, and the, the reason I love Chronicles of Riddick, <laughs> you're the only is not one the because world. I think it's a good film, is because they took what was a very succinct, like planetary physics based, like oh man, it goes dark for a long time, and then, yeah. the, and it's like, and then they they widen it out to like, what's this? These ruins? Oh, it seems like that's telling us about this stuff. And then they're like, what were they scared of? And it's like, this planet is full of demons. Um, and they're like, they're just like these demons who only, or just, but you can say like, they're just pterodactyls who only come out at night. Right? <laughs> but when, then you get to Chronicles of Riddick and basically it's just a fantasy movie. <laughs> it's like, it's... Got, uh, who is it plays the wind uh, lady? Oh, Judy Dench. <laughs> Judy, Dench. Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench plays a woman made entirely of wind. <laughs> Yeah. Who, who like talks about a prophecy and is like it's, it's Riddick. Riddick is the last one who can save us from the more um, necromongers. Necromongers. Um, yeah, and like think about the difference between Pitch Black, yeah. which is a good horror movie that just doesn't need any extraneous details they're in stasis and it's like alien right pitch black is like a shit alien yeah yeah <laughs> I, mean, I don't know i wouldn't even call it that shit it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a tra no not trashy it's a pulp pulpy alien yeah right it's an a it's, it's alien without any of the subtext mm. right where you just have yeah yeah if you like b, b horror movies then then pitch black is is the best yeah. of them yeah, and it's it's very sci-fi based. Whereas, like, where it's all just everyone's human, and then Chronicles of Rig is like, no, everyone's actually different species of human. It's like, whoa. There's, the, the thing is, the thing I've got right is mm. that in Chronicles of Riddick, there is. I know where the original script was. <laughs> I found the original script, and it's on that moon. 
<laughs> there's a, basically Chronicles Riddick Riddick's gonna escape convict right oh, no, no, sorry um, in Pitch Black uh, nobody trusts Riddick because he's an escaped convict who's had his eyes uh, uh, replaced because uh, he was in a dark prison he had his eyes shined or polished so you yeah. could see in the dark <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 I did just say that out loud, and, and now it's. Is that? Wait, this, this sounds like something that's happened. Come up in this room. Yeah, not... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, hang on. That doesn't the, sound right. Is that right. What your in the sequel, in the sequel, right? You would expect, given that he's the main character, mm. you'd expect Riddick to maybe go back there and have to escape from that place, or like. Uh, deal with the old stuff that he hints to in the past of it, whatever, right? So, for one, probably about a quarter of that film, he's in that place and doing the things that you expect him to. It's not even in that place. It's not even the same place. Is it not? Canonically, no. <laughs> they just go to no, a different... They go, they to, go to a, a different, different prison. prison moon. <laughs> they go to a different prison planet and escape another prison. <laughs> Which is the best bit of the movie, agreed. Yeah. 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 It's the best because bit of the movie. It's, because it's also got the planetary like yeah, yeah. thing where essentially the moon is so close to the sun that like it um it burns anyone when it when it's daytime, right? Yeah. So and they're it's... literally running away from <laughs> the sun. The sunrise. Yeah. The sunrise, yeah. And they've got to like find their way into another tunnel before the sunrise turns up. It's a up. great moment until Carl <laughs> Urban turns up. It's all great. And then you've got like, oh, thank goodness we're off that m- prison moon planet. <laughs> right, to the time, <laughs> time to wage war on the necromongers. <laughs> with our wind powers. It's just so bad. They all they wear skulls for hats. I, I know where I was going. I, I, had a, I had a point that I wanted to make. Uh, I watched Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> the other day which uh, my favourite scene of, in that is when they're running away from the sunrise because <laughs> <laughs> he's a vampire yeah. uh, wait which Fifty Shades Dark is the second one right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that one yeah um, and in the background that like uh, Anastasia Steele and Christian Grey are in uh, Christian Grey's old bedroom so it's got posters up on the wall um <laughs> <laughs> posters up on the wall of like uh, films of, like, I think it was like a UFC star so we're all like me and Jenny were laughing at the stuff that was on the background and then there's an weirdly awkwardly placed poster for Chronicles of Riddick <laughs> like, <laughs> bang in the middle of the two characters <laughs> we didn't even fucking notice we didn't even take any notice of what they were saying in the scene we was like it's fucking is this t- tender moment between these two people and the power and you're trying to figure out the, the power at play and then and then just Vin Diesel looking over their shoulder because <laughs> it's just like I'm just like wait is that, is that Chronicles of Riddick in the background <laughs> we were we were debating like I ended up having to look up if anyone in the cinematography department worked on Chronicles of Riddick <laughs> Why that? Why that was chosen? <laughs> That's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. <laughs> Somebody's actually picked that. Or, just... did, or do you reckon they worked out Christian Grey's age? Mm. Worked out when, yeah. like, he was a teenager, 
okay, when did he, when was he 16? And then worked out what action film he had came out that year. Right? Like, yeah. you're just, that's it. Oh, but, but, I mean, was that the only one? <laughs> it must have been. Even just narrowing it down to one yeah. specific what was, year. What was the biggest? Well, what was the movie? biggest one with a kind of John Wayne esque, like, uh, yeah. ridiculous, hyper masculine man one in it? The thing is, that there's some weird. Right, I'm going to find out now. Sexual imagery in Chronicles of Riddick, so that... Is there? I yeah, think yeah. that maybe they, it was like a proper choice and there's some sort of like... There is some sort of connection that they're trying to make <laughs> between those two films and that's what that, that's there for. <laughs> so maybe you see like... The, oh, it's like the Vin Diesel's character and Judy Dench's right. character's relationship. I don't know, I haven't seen it. <laughs> You've just mentioned those two names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else came out in 2004? Um, the Italian job? Maybe? <laughs> the, the Mark Wahlberg Italian job? Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> that would have been... Troy. <laughs> Hellboy. Uh, Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great poster. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the Village. There was a guy on the cinematography team who also worked on The Village, I'm sure. That's weird. Yeah. Van Helsing. Shark Tale. The Incredibles. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Collateral. Oh, that was an 18. It wouldn't have been on there. Saw. You know what, though? All, all and, of and these films... But All of these films would have not made me question it. Chronicles of Riddick for some reason. I reckon reason. you'd have probably questioned the Bourne supremacy. No. You I would. think I no. would have just faded into the background. I, I would have I not. I, yeah, like I would have not have questioned the Bourne supremacy one because it's it's very sort of like grounded in reality. Well, let's let's go into this, right? Let's go into it, when you're when you are. Se- <laughs> Why are we discussing? When you're set Tom. <laughs> direction. Listen. You're the Darker. art director of Fifty Shades Darker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been brought on for one reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's not to be fucking dressed in a, a boy's bedroom. Yeah, yeah. But you are going to do the best job mm. of making, of, of, of expositing Christian Grey's character yeah. of him growing up as you possibly can. Mm. It to condense into this one which is about probably five minutes yeah. <laughs> sequence in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Get as much flavour of Christian Grey's upbringing and 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 and, and boyhood and teen like teen boyhood mm. as you can out of just the stuff you can put in this room. But then with art direction, you've got to make it feel like it's part of the whole movie as a whole with that stuff. So Bond Supremacy would make sense because it's bland. And very <laughs> realistic. <laughs> I would I would take something different away from Bourne Supremacy yeah. than I than I would out of the Chronicles. The of the, the cinematography in Bourne Supremacy and the poster design matches the color grading and the the sort of tonal uh, tonal themes of Fifty Shades. To- why am I going into this much detail <laughs> as to why Bond Supremacy would make more sense? <laughs> <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick. I love it. I personally, I would go with Van Helsing. Yeah, Van Helsing. Um, 
Van Helsing, from what I remember, the poster is quite like it's a dark, sort of turquoisey, greeny color. Um, Van Helsing, like a sort of mm. black. No, oh, it's, it's bluey, bluey, blue. Okay, that's fine because the color palette for Fifty Shades oh, of no, Grey. Oh no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The color palette for Fifty Shades of Grey is grey, dark colors. Yeah, quite a sort of muted blacks. Now let's look then, up um, Chronicles of Riddick uh, poster. The, the Chronicles of Riddick Picturing poster. Picturing red? Yeah, it's like gold red. <laughs> like... Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like that, right? In the middle of a room that is entirely grey. In the what middle... bang. Yeah, it's a pretty eye-catching poster. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why we picked up on it. It's because it was bang good, in the middle of these two heads. Great poster. You've like, got necromongers all over the shop. <laughs> that's the Chronicles of Riddick poster right there. you got planets converging. Yeah. If it was Van Helsing, probably wouldn't have picked it up. It would have just melted into the background. The fact that it was a golden sun. You may as well sun. put Matrix. I think the Matrix would have worked. Matrix would have worked as well. Yeah. I, I'm saying, like... I really want to know. <laughs> just, <laughs> we can, just we can find out the guy's like email address or something. Because I feel like, you know, directors, stars, yeah. producers, probably not going to happen. Art Alan directors. Smithy, Alan Smithy, Alan Smithy, Alan Smithy, right? I feel like we could have a good shot at trying to like ask him the question and get an answer. Yeah, yeah, let's give him a tweet. <laughs> Let's try and find the eyes. Because there is a reason. Yeah. Like, and, uh, no uh, one chose that for nothing. Yeah. They had to source that poster. <laughs> Someone had to go out and find or have that screen printed. Yeah. Like, I am. Uh, I am not the only one to pick up on this. <laughs> I've just put Chronicles of Riddick, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh God, there's going to be some really. Tedious. I've been told. While Tom's looking, while Tom's looking that up, I um, and you're right. Actually, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a blog post, and they're gonna mm. have a theory, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> stupid. It's gonna be deep. While Tom's looking that up, I have been told that people do like it. Some people do like it when we go really deep dives into films. <laughs> I don't know whether this should... Even then, I don't know whether this should make it into the deleted scenes. <laughs> Specifically one one poster in one file. Oh my god, there's like a full-on blog post that goes really what deep into say? this. What did I say? So, right. <laughs> the sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, opens this weekend as Universal Started uh, started to screen the film. One minor beautiful detail became the focal point for discussion online. <laughs> the fact that Christine Grey's childhood bedroom has a Chronicles of Riddick <laughs> Quick context, since this is a bit this is a bit out of our coverage realm. This is uh, Gizmodo. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker is the second of three films based on the wildly successful Fifty Shades books. They tell the story of a super rich dude named Christian Grey, played by Jamie Dornan. Super rich dude. This <laughs> is a blurb for Richie Rich. <laughs> and his love story slash sexual bondage escapades with a journalist named Anna Steele, played by Dakota Johnson. The books by E.L. James began as one Twilight fanfic began as online Twilight fanfiction and went on to become the huge bestsellers because of their pseudo-risque subject matter. We're writing about it because in the film, the couple go to visit 
Gray's childhood home, and on the wall is a UFC poster. Yep. Uh, uh, as, as previously mentioned, as well as this. <laughs> and then <they're> just posted. <laughs> posted the Chronicles of Riddick poster. Um, that's the poster for 2004's film The Chronicles of Riddick, starring Vin Diesel. It too is the second film in a kind of trilogy, though it's about a space bounty hunter named Riddick. Wait, is it third wrong. one? Yeah, it's just called Riddick. The third. Uh, <laughs> I've been missing out. I I could not watch Riddick. it. You couldn't. I couldn't watch it. I'm going to watch it. I watched half an hour of it and got really bored. I'm going to watch it. We're going to watch it together. <laughs> Good luck. Um, <laughs> when the Chronicles of Riddick was released in 24, uh, in the summer of 2004. Vin Diesel expected it to be a trilogy. Unfortunately, the prequel to or the sequel to Pitch Black underperformed, and the Chronicles concluded. Um, a sequel was released nine years later, but it continued Riddick's story in a slightly different manner, which is blah 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 blah. In Get Fifty to the Shades, poster. yeah, in Fifty Shades, Christian Grey is supposed to be twenty-seven. That means he would have been an impressionable teenager in two thousand four, which is what we discussed. Yeah. Um, but Riddick. <laughs> that same year Hollywood released Spider-Man 2, The Incredibles, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, National Treasure, Dodgeball, Collateral, Kill Bill Volume 2, Mean Girls, The Notebook, and on and on. Some, someone's gone down a rabbit hole, the yeah. same one as us. Yeah. <laughs> We're not the first ones. <laughs> it's like turning up to a tomb and finding like a handprint on the dust. Someone's been here. <laughs> but Fifty Shades and Riddick were both made by Universal Pictures, which makes putting the poster in the film much less complicated rights-wise. However, if that was the main reason <laughs> in 2004, one. Universal also reached the Born Supremacy, Van Helsing, Friday Night Lights, and the Dawn of the Dead remake, all of which would seemingly make more sense in this context, <laughs> not to me, not to mention be much cooler choices. <laughs> No, it's the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> Movies.com uncovered the below interview where Dornan was asked about the oddity. <laughs> it didn't seem to surprise him much. What was the first 30 seconds of this interview? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I was looking in Christian's room uh, towards the end of the film and there's a poster on his wall for the Chronicles of Riddick. And I was wondering what the, the choice was there and is that something that he liked growing up and do, do you know his movie taste? No, I mean that was something where there was a sort of limited discussion with the sort of art department about uh, what would be up there and they ran some stuff by me and some stuff I just thought would be kind of funny to get up there. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Oh my god! That is brilliant. That, oh, and it was him all along. That was so Just good. Thought it was funny. It, it was. I was thinking that was someone's actual job, and <laughs> or they they just ran it past Christian, and oh. he was like, "I know I'll be a laugh." <laughs> the mystery but uncovered. Riddick in there. The mystery uncovered. Holy hell! But like, I'll we try didn't and even find have to tweet a anyone. screenshot. Thanks, uh, Gizmodo. You saved us quite a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I just have to point something out before we start. This is a, vid a visual. Mm. I know you're not supposed to discuss this beforehand, but I'm a bit suspicious mm. of the fact that Matt is wearing socks 
with grapes, grapes on. on. Grape socks. Oh, bright yellow socks with nice purple grapes on. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't even. I, I didn't. I was. I've been looking at them the entire time I've been recording because they are very good socks. Wondering and what they are fruit eye-catching. That is. That's You're wondering I've what spotted them. That fruit is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose it could be like a blackberry. Yeah. I for ages I thought it was just oh they've they've done pineapple wrong. <laughs> All right, let's move on from my socks <laughs> and on to the grapes of brand. I need to take a photo of them and put them on the Facebook or something. All right, I'm going to take a photo now. Just, yeah. um, so we got it. <laughs> this, is, this is going off in real time. Uh, <laughs> and you won't know what it means until, until Wednesday. <laughs> Not even Wednesday, probably Monday at this point. <laughs> if that. There we go. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to tweet that with the with the tagline, <laughs> "Contextless socks." <laughs> put, it, put it underneath Ross's post that says the grapes of wrath. <laughs> yeah, Contextless socks. All right, I'll I'll retweet Ross, uh, and if I can find the grapes of wrath. <laughs> don't retweet. Don't tweet Ross. No, no, no just tweet Ross. No, I'm Contextless socks. I'm retweeting. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta find it though. Where is uh, it? Where's Where's this tweet? It's It's on the. Uh, it's It's the uh, reply he's given us. He's given us about twelve. Yeah, yeah. That's. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, there's one with a big it, list got it, of got them. Got it, got it, yeah. Because Ross underscore originals came out with a pretty good, good one for getting like a load, a load of really good. Uh, Film titles based on existing, well, based on existing titles. Yeah, <laughs> Ross, Ross listed off Layer Cake, American Pie, Candyman, Hamburger Hill, Milk, Salt, The Grapes of Wrath, Big Fish, Bean. Basically, any movie with food is not about food, but make it about food. <laughs> but make it about food. And he's he's put. Space Jam, <laughs> which is something like when I described to my mum this premise of us just getting regular film titles, yeah. that's the first thing I gave. I was like, oh yeah, Space Jam could be a film about people making jam in space. Yeah, it could. Yeah. It's, Why wasn't uh, it? It's <laughs> a good point. I mean, Space Jam <laughs> barely describes what that film is about. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if if Space Jam in the first place was a film about making jam in space, we could have probably pitched Michael Jordan fighting the Looney Tunes over basketball. That's not yeah. what happens in well, Space Jam. I, mean, I just realised. I think maybe I they s- came up with the song first. This might make and me maybe hilariously <laughs> out of touch. Second. This might make make me hilariously out of touch, but. Is jam a reference to something basketball-y? Probably, yeah. Mate, I don't know. I don't know. Or I wasn't sure if it was like, because they get in a jam. Like NBA yeah. jam, right? Yeah. Perhaps, yeah. But like, but like for a second there, what, did you? Did they write the song first? For a second I was just like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> and then they got... Looney Tunes playing basketball with Michael Jordan from that? <laughs> what kind of leaps did they go through? <laughs> Just an extended 
there's version the, of the music video. There's an extended version by R. Kelly where he goes into a complete... It's, it, right, that album was originally a concept album in which it started with I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> then, no, I don't. I want to play golf. The ball's gone down the hole. I'm going to get it. I'm now in Looney Tunes land. Wait, but no, this is, no. This is the album, this is the song album list. Oh, right. So, uh, so this is, in this case, it's R. Kelly singing for Michael Jordan. No, because R. Kelly sung the uh, I Believe I Can Fly. That's true. Yeah. But he didn't play golf and go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, well, this is the thing. He's, he's singing about like this is this is what I gasped grasped from the album I played basketball with the Looney Tunes once. <laughs> that's the album, isn't that's it? That's the album. That's what that's what R. Kelly By called R. the Kelly, album. By R. Kelly, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, At this point I would not be surprised. <laughs> look it up on Spotify. It's there somewhere. <laughs> At this point, I'd not be surprised if R. Kelly had released that and genuinely thought it was true. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.